0: Welcome into the Shooter's Touch podcast. We appreciate you listening. Whether this is your first episode or your 41st episode, thank you. The best thing you can do for us is let us know that you're listening, let us know that you care. Give us a like, a follow, a mention, um, and most importantly, tell a friend or coworker about us. That's uh, the best thing that you can do to kind of help support us as we continue to try to tell stories in a game of basketball around the state of Iowa. Um, tonight, we have a fun episode for you. It's one that's a little bit different maybe not quite as basketball heavy, but we do have two guests. uh, So we get into a lot of things. We have Graham Woodward and Nicole Miller on the podcast, both Drake Bulldog alum um, and now happily engaged. And so we tell their story a little bit on how they got to Drake, their experience at Drake. um, And then we get into having a little fun with them answering some questions about each other and and, and seeing maybe what this uh, relationship is like and what it's going to be like moving forward so a lot of fun uh, hope you enjoy it again we appreciate you this is the shooter's touch I got the shooter's touch can't nobody shoot like me fourth quarter down three need a two and one better call on me better call
1: me if you know you need a shooter i'm ice cold like a cooler get you right though i can tool this step Mike flow i'm a hooper i got blue faces on oh blue faces i'm
0: two shooters welcome into another episode of the shooter such podcast excited for our episode today it's our first several ever, ever dual episode we have two guests on so um twice the fun hopefully for you tonight uh, really looking forward to it. We got Graham Woodward and Nicole Miller um, both joining us on the podcast, both Drake Bulldogs, um, and now happily engaged. Guys, welcome to the Shooter's Touch. Thank
2: you, Brian. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for having us.
0: Yeah, we're, we're excited. Um, talked about uh, a little off air, but uh, recently sat down and chat with Reed Timmer and you guys kind of came up in conversation. And so I said, you know what? We need to get both of them on the pod at the same time. <laughs> um, we're going to have a little fun. We want to get your guys' backstory as we always do. But then eventually um, uh, pl- have a little fun and play a little couples trivia, maybe see uh, see how well you guys know each other um, and go from there. But uh, uh, before we get into it, uh, those that don't know. So when did the engagement happen? It was It's fairly recently here, right?
1: It was. Um, Nick, you want to talk about it? you got it you're All the mastermind
2: right. behind it
1: I did I had to work very hard at this um, May 21st so it was actually our fifth I think fifth year um, fifth year anniversary and it took me a while trying to figure out the date what was like what was what I was gonna do and just so many different options right so um, basically what I ended up doing I had um, six or seven of her best friends down for you know that it was a Friday so I had them all down there is actually a parking garage right next to my apartment so you walk you kind of walk maybe a block up a hill and then there's this parking garage that overlooks the entire downtown of, of Des Moines you see the whole skyline and one day I was driving by and I'm like oh that might be a good spot for this Anyway, so I reached out to her friends because I needed to get Nicole from the street, there's a little more here, but from the street onto that parking garage so I could surprise her and propose to her on, that, on top of that parking garage. What I told her was we were gonna go to dinner. So I had a fake reservation planned at this restaurant called Alba, which once again is right along, we were gonna walk to the restaurant, walks right along right next to that parking garage. I told her that. She had just gotten done with classes on that Friday, actually, and she had a two-week break. She drove over to Des Moines. And that night, um, I had, so, like I said, seven of her friends actually on top of that parking garage. I talked to them. You know, this is what I want to do. I need you guys to basically surprise Nicole and get her onto the parking garage. So the plan was... We're gonna to walk to the restaurant and then along the parking, walking along the sidewalk, the parking garage is on our right. We're walking towards the restaurant and then they'd be behind us. So basically what happened, we start walking and they scream at her. They say, Nicole, Nicole. And she turns around, very surprised. She asked me like, or she doesn't know who they are. She can't tell. She asked me, you know, what, who are those people? I'm like, I have no idea. I couldn't tell you. And there's these little stairs, she starts walking down the stairs towards, towards the people and still can't quite tell who they are. Um, then about halfway there, she's like, Oh, my best friends are here. She wasn't sure why. Okay. It didn't make much sense as to why they were there. And I knew that at that point, I'm like, okay, she might, she's going to have an idea of something going on here. And, you know, she, she sees them, she starts hugging them. And I had the ring. Um, I took it out. And as she's hugging them, I kind of I got down on one knee, and she turned around and saw me. And here is the the funniest piece was there's a church right behind, so right next to the parking garage basically, and church bells, wedding bells actually started going off when I got down on one knee, and you know I proposed. She fortunately said yes. Um, we had a photographer taking pictures. And as soon as I stood up off my knees, those wedding bells stopped. So that was kind of a coincidence. I had no idea. Now her friends were asking me, did you plan that? I should have said yes in a moment. <laughs> I, I, uh, I told them I did not, but it was, it was a fun time. And then ultimately we, I had, so both her parents and then some of my best friends back from Minnesota, Minneapolis. And then I had Reed as well, Casey and Corey all down to Des Moines, and then some of her best friends and former basketball players as well, um, at Johnny's, so just a bar downtown, surprised her, I told her we were going to go to dinner with those seven best friends of hers, and then we walked downtown, walked into Johnny's, and everyone was there, and then we, we enjoyed our night, and the rest is history, so now we're now we're at June 29th. It's been a couple months. So.
0: There you go. That's great. And talk about coordination. I mean, for getting everything set up for you, man, I, I'll give you credit on that. Yeah, it took it
1: took a lot. And I thought there were times when I was going to mess something up and I might say something and she might, you know, have an idea of, you know, why would he say that? Or what what's going on here? And she had no idea. She honestly, you know, she told me she had no idea. So... I took her at her word and you know it all worked out i was i was i was really happy and i'm just happy it all went well so i yeah. was
2: thoroughly impressed you knew graham <laughs> he's not totally the planning type so that was pretty impressive on his yep. part i will say <laughs>
0: that's yeah. great so then when what's the date uh, we have that set yeah when and where
2: one would think we now we so i for school because I'm in PA school, I start rotations next year. And so I'm on rotations nonstop from January through December. Um, And we don't have like any breaks really at all. And so I also, also our rotations can be kind of anywhere. Um, They're all different lengths. So, and we won't know that until October, November, we don't get our schedules until then. So as of now, we're kind of thinking more towards summer of 2023 so not ideal to wait an extra year but it's just so hard with trying to plan it around who knows where I'll be and that kind of thing so at least it's making now less stressful and feeling like we have to start planning immediately
0: but absolutely allows you to enjoy it a little bit it kind of sometimes it, it it can all happen pretty fast and so um don't rush through it enjoy the steps while you can so and obviously school is a big thing you got to get that taken care of and I know how yeah. those schedules can kind of change and leave you a little bit up in the air so mm-hmm. well good that uh that might have to be part two then uh post wedding how things go so we'll That's we'll so circle great. back in a, in a couple <laughs> there we go story <laughs> But, um, well, like what we like to do here at the shooter's touch, we we like to get the backstory. And so, Nicole, I'll start with you. Growing up a little bit, um, did you play other sports? Um, and then ultimately, when did you know that uh, basketball might be your jam and the way you want to go?
2: Yeah, so I am from, um, Very, very small town, Iowa. It's called Walker. I went to Northland. It would be the high school that I went to. So um, really just small, tight-knit community. Um, And so kind of when you're from, I feel like especially um, now, you don't see as many people doing multiple sports, but just being from a small town, I, growing up, played all the sports. Um, And even into high school, I ran track and cross country and then played basketball. And um, growing up, I mean, I just loved sports, had two younger brothers, were always super competitive, Um, grew up like loving to run. And so I was just always kind of the fast girl. And so I loved running. Um, And that was my thing for a while. And then um, as I got older, I mean, I played just school basketball. We didn't really have I feel like AAU is a lot more prevalent now, but just being from a small town, we just always played um, with um, just growing up in grade school, just like school ball. And so I did that. And then um, once I got into high school, after my freshman year, um, I really started to kind of shift gears and where I loved running, I kind of really started loving just like basketball. I loved the game. I loved um, just being a part of a team. I had the most fun playing basketball Um, And so I kind of really started to want to focus more on that. And so still obviously ran track and cross country all throughout, but then I actually started playing for all Iowa Tech um, out of Ames, which I know a couple girls that have been on here also played there. Um, Very well known um, in the state and now around the country. But so I played there um, and that's just really when I knew I like I wanted to play basketball. And so kind of threw myself all into that um, and put a lot of time into that. And ultimately, um, when picking college knew I wanted to stay fairly close to home, that was important to me. Um, and Drake was actually my very first offer. And I went there on a visit and I committed immediately. It was perfect, it felt right. And so I had a very, very short and sweet recruiting process. Um, which I personally think was very nice. Um, but yeah, that's kind of my backstory.
0: Um, I don't know what it is about Drake, but everyone that we've had on the podcast has said that they've pretty much committed almost on site, like after their right. first visit. Did you, did you come for the relays? Like, what was your visit like? Do you remember?
2: Yeah, so I, well, I growing up had, um, in like high school had been here because I ran at the relays. Um, in high school so I had been to like Drake's campus quite a few times just to run and then state track obviously um, was in Des Moines as well um, but my visit I it was the summer the last summer of AU so I can't either before junior year or senior year. I can't remember I think before my junior year came here for camp elite camp um, and then they talked to them after they had me come back the next day for a visit and it's actually this funny it was right when um shivers practice facility was like being built so like went in there with our hard hats um and all of that walked around campus and then just sat in jenny's office um she kind of laid out her plan and what she envisioned for our program and i mean I was sold immediately not that she even had to like sell it it was just so genuine and so real and I think any uh Drake women's basketball would say the exact same and it's pretty cool to see um that long ago her kind of vision and what she laid out and we did that and more so that was that's pretty cool looking back on it now
0: yeah, that's it certainly is. And we'll get uh, we'll get into the, the Drake years here um, shortly. But uh, you talked about making a big decision. I mean, big decision, especially at the time, was making that commitment to all Iowa attack. Obviously, um, making the drive over um, now would be a lot easier. Obviously, they have a facility mm-hmm. in Coralville that would have made things a lot easier. for you. Right.
1: Right. But
0: um, Obviously, making that time and financial commitment, come, come over to Iowa attack. Um, you knew I mean, you were committed to basketball. Um and so what what a little bit what was that like for you um as far as um playing for attack.
2: Yeah, so it's actually funny. I mean, cuz no one um definitely no one from my high school had ever played at attack. No one had really even heard of it and I um once I like started growing like going through high school, and I was like I want to play division on basketball. That's my goal. That's my dream. How am I going to do it? And um quite a few girls in my um, like graduating class had all like already committed and I'm like how are all these people already committed like I don't even know and they all played for all Iowa tax so I was like mom dad there's this AU program in Ames like I have to do it everyone there is like committing and they're like are you kidding like no absolutely not and I was like please please and so then my dad obviously like looked into it talked with my high school coach and so they reached out to Dixon Jensen and it was actually already after like their tryouts had already been done their teams had already been set for that last year and so he um my parents were like do you really want to do this and i was like yes 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 and so Dixon actually had me out to he has a gym like out by his house and i just did a little individual workout <laughs> that was my tryout Um, And I guess after that, the rest was history, but it was such an incredible experience. It was definitely nothing I have ever experienced, just the competitiveness. I mean, the practices were very different from my Northland high school basketball practices. Nothing against that. It's just a totally different environment. I mean, everyone is just so competitive. Everyone's so good there. Um, And everyone just holds you to such a high standard. Um, It was definitely intimidating at first. to say the least. But um, just throughout the summer, it was really fun. And now looking back, I'm like, how did my body even handle that? I feel so old now because I was still running track. So I would have track meets throughout the week. Sometimes my dad, we would drive for a random practice during the week. All weekend would be in Ames at practices, tournaments, like it was just crazy and it's insane thinking back now and then even a tournaments to think to play three basketball games in a day gosh i played pickup last week and i died after playing a game to 11. it's definitely very different now but no my experience at attack was great i'm still keep in touch with a lot of my teammates that i played with a lot of ones that were younger it was so great to know different um girls coming to drake younger than me that i just had connections with through attack still talk to randy He does radio for us. And so just all those relationships, it's really fun to go back randomly um, and see everyone.
0: It's quite the program. And as you mentioned, I mean, it prepares girls. I I think it's a big reason on why you're seeing the high level of of girls basketball in our state at the high school level Mm -hmm. and then ultimately at the college level, too. Um, there's a reason why all um, all the colleges you know Drake uh, Iowa Iowa State have all been so good and they're keeping those local kids and that a big credit of that goes to all Iowa Tech and what they're doing yeah. and so um, well perfect all right so Graham uh, looking on your side of things growing up um, a little bit different I can I relate more to the small town Iowa because that's how I grew up but uh, uh, being up from this in the cities what was uh, what was childhood like for you did you play other sports growing up and in high school um and uh when did you ultimately know that basketball might be the way
1: yeah so you know bigger school um graduating class of 700 so it was you know night and day what Nicole's talking about right
2: 48
1: (laughs) 48 (laughs) to 700 um but yeah as I grew up I mean I played everything so I put, you know, hockey's huge in Minnesota, played hockey for three years. And then I decided, nope, not for me. Um, I played baseball for two years and it just didn't do it for me. It was a little slow. Um, and then I was a big soccer, football and basketball guy. So did that throughout, you know, growing up. And then when I got to high school, I, uh, I actually I played golf for three years. Um, I was just on the JV team, so nothing special, but that was my freshman, sophomore, junior year. Um, but so for basketball, you know, I throughout my childhood, I was good at it. I liked it. You know, when you're good at something, you like it. Right. And, you know, I just continue to progress, get better and better. Um, got to high school. So Edina high school, we are known as one of the, um, uh, most storied, hockey high schools in minnesota so i think we have the most state championships in minnesota so we are not known for basketball at all we so from my um sophomore year i started playing significant minutes my sophomore year i played a little bit my freshman year but um from sophomore through junior to senior we actually um we had a winning record In our conference, our conference is one of the toughest conferences in the state. I think it was a record in our conference for the first time in 17 years or something. Um, We got to state the first time in 17 years, my senior year. Uh, We finally beat Hopkins, which is another high school, um, really well-known story program for basketball. We finally beat them. I think it was the first time in 17 years as well, my senior year. So we, you know, we, we were fortunate. I played with Reggie Lynch. So I know some people know Reggie played at Minnesota, one of my best friends. Um, He was on the team, my junior and senior year, but you know, throughout, I just, I enjoyed basketball a lot and I got better and better. Like I said, and then my, so my AAU, obviously different from all Iowa attack. I played AAU from, fifth grade on up, actually, I mean, it might have been third grade on up, which is basketball, 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 and so I think it was, I was on, you know, what, six, seven, eight different AAU programs, and then when I got to my 15, 16, 17 U level, I played for a program called Pump and Run, they're now called um, D1 Minnesota, so I don't know if you're familiar, but we, so my, my, my 17 U year I didn't have many offers. Um, I, you know, being a shorter white point guard, it's harder, right? You don't get as much, um, you know, you don't get as much attention from coaches and and scouts and whatnot. So I think my senior year, so that 17 year year, I, you know, I played well. I, uh, there was a lot more exposure to coaches throughout the month of July. And that's when I was able to, rack up more offers and then ultimately that's how I decided you know what I'm gonna go play basketball in college because I didn't know you know I it's my favorite sport I didn't know if I was gonna get offers um but that's when I first got my first division one offer was in July and then ultimately I went on I think it was four different visits for um out of high school so a little different than than Nicole and I uh I I ultimately picked Penn State coming out of high school so for my freshman year and then I was out there for one year um, and what had happened was I you know ultimately wanted to transfer and then coach Jack Letty was at Drake he was um, we had a connection because he was at Gonzaga when I was coming out of high school so we had talked prior Um, but he was the first one to call me after I got my release from Penn State And we talked a lot. We talked often. Um, And, you know, I went on a few different visits and, you know, ultimately came back, uh, decided on Drake. And the rest is history. So, you know, I've been in Des Moines now for six years, I believe. But yeah, it's, you know, that was, that's it in a nutshell. I know that was kind of long-winded, but.
0: basketball yeah no that's great uh you you kind of undersold your your high school career a little bit um which I expected you would do but uh heck of a player obviously uh I think you didn't you leading scorer uh for your high school team several honors uh uh, you know up for Mr. Basketball McDonald's All-American so yeah you you undersold that a little bit but obviously playing up there and against the competition that uh as you mentioned that you had definitely uh I would say probably helped hone those skills and um playing for a program obviously like pump and run ha- has a lot to do with that in the summers as well but um so so coming out of high school though uh, I feel like that's the kind of the recruitment when um you're still trying to figure things out um obviously we, we can't all be like Nicole and just know as soon as we step on campus that that's where we want to go so what what was it initially though about Penn State that uh, that took you out that direction
1: yeah I think so I wanted to play at the biggest place I could. There were, you know, different offers from power five conferences. Another one was Washington state where I went out there. Um, Butler was another one. I know that's not a power five conference, but, but bigger programs, better programs. Gonzaga was one, but that wasn't quite the right fit at the time. And so Penn state, you know, I went out on an, on an official visit and, it was a special visit. They kind of roll out the red carpet for you. They do everything. It's a football weekend. You know, you, you that's that's something special. You know, I've never experienced something like that before. Um, you know, talking to the coach it was Pat Chambers back then. I liked what he sold. I felt like he was truthful, you know, he was he was tough, but I felt like he was true. I, I can deal with a coach who's honest with me. If they're hard on me, fine. But if you're honest, then I, I, I appreciate that. So I like the coaching staff. Like I said, Big Ten program. Um, and it felt like they really wanted me. So it felt like I was a good fit for them. Uh, there was actually also, my name's Ross Travis. He was actually, so Chaska, Minnesota was another suburb around Edina. And he committed there two years prior to me. So we had a little connection there. So the Minnesota connection, I had talked to him as well. Um, he was a junior when I came in as a freshman. But like I said, main thing, I wanted to play as big as I could. Um, and I felt like I can compete at that level. And I was able to do so my freshman year. So yeah, that's why.
0: Good. Um, so then as we look to Drake and choosing Drake, um, for, for both of you guys, Nicole, I'll start with you. What what do you remember? Um, we talked about all Iowa attack and obviously kind of preparing you, but... Uh, First, let's call it two weeks on campus. Biggest adjustment, um, obviously, we all know basketball at college level is a complete full-time job. Oh, by the way, you still have to be a student. Oh, you're living on your own. Oh, you got have a lot of stuff to figure out. So you get to campus here here in Des Moines and uh, what, was, what was some of the biggest adjustments that you remember the first couple weeks on campus?
1: Gosh, this a
2: while ago. You're making me think. Um, I would say, probably I mean fairly obvious would just be the I mean the first couple of weeks if I remember is just like nonstop workouts plus little kids basketball camp for like the first three weeks so it's it's pretty long days because you have either little kids camp for the first three or four hours in the morning and then you have workouts in the afternoon and it's not just like a hour and a half high school basketball practice. It's like just the pace of the game, the intensity of the game, having to just show up and be really good every single day. And then, I mean, on top of that, obviously you're new, right? So you don't you don't really know anyone yet. The team, I mean, you're coming into a team that already is super close and has this great bond and you have to just kind of just, I guess the hardest part for me was just kind of to figure out my role and like finding my way. Um, not that it was hard by any means because the team was great, but just when you're put in a new environment with um, completely new people, uh, completely new schedule, um, like you said, you still have school, um, and then just like lifting all the time, which I barely ever lifted in high school or ever, so that was quite an adjustment too. I weighed very little and had very little muscle on me coming into college, Um, so that was another adjustment, but um, I think it's just important, too, to just remember those feelings, especially in college, and remembering how that felt coming in new, so then when you do get older and new freshmen come in, you can be like, okay, it's not easy. How can I make this the easiest possible for them? Um, Because, I mean, for anyone, I'm a fairly social person. And it was still, I mean, it's still pretty terrifying.
0: (laughs) So, so Graham, your situation a little bit different because you got to skip out on, on some of the newcomer stuff. You experienced that at Penn state. So when you got to Drake um, you have a little bit of that under your belt, but again, things are different. Um, You're coming into a situation that's kind of already started and trying to figure out where you're going to fit in. So what, what do you remember and what were some of the adjustments that you had to make pretty quickly?
1: I mean, I set or second a lot of what Nicole said. Um, coming in, I mean, honestly, I am nervous. I you know you're you're anxious, you're ready to go, but the thing, the fitting in piece is hard. I mean, doing anything new, anyone you know, for anyone you know, this is a little different, right? This is kind of bigger scope of it, and going to school and being, you know, a basketball player and being with a group, doing anything new, you're outside of your comfort zone. And I think I, I always appreciate that because I, you know, over time, when you push yourself outside of your comfort zone, things start to work and you start to figure it out. I mean, I, you know, I, I, I think one big thing, um, with the schedule. So like Nicole said with, when we have, um, you know, when we were waking up early, we have, you know, camp meeting in the morning and then we have camp from eight to 11 you know with the second through fifth graders and then you get a break and then 12 to three of camp with older people and then you have to lift and then you work out right after and then you get done at say seven and then you got to eat dinner and you know school hasn't quite started started yet but then you fall asleep within a half an hour and then you wake up again and do it all over again that's really that's difficult you know that's where your your life is is basketball coaching lifting that's your life so getting used to that now that's that's over the span of a month and then you start to kind of get into a flow when school starts and you, I think the biggest thing is you, you figure out how to fit in it might take a little while but that's a hard part is fitting in finding your place within the team and then over time, I mean, it just, it starts to flow and you start to get used to what you're doing. You start to get used to traveling. You start to get used to your game schedule. You start to get used to how you are going to do your homework, how you're going to lift, when you're going to practice, when you're going to work out. It, it's, it's all scheduled for you. And then, you know, time management skills, you, you figure it out. And that's the thing. It might be nerve wracking coming in, but like I said, you, you figure it out and everything's okay at the end, but it's, it's, it's a transition it's it's all new so but i i really enjoyed it i really did
0: let me ask you this so coming in and having to sit out that first year what was it like to put in all the same amount of work but not get the rewards of being able to step out on the floor that was difficult um
1: i actually so it was up until it might have been november doing workouts doing everything with the guys and i think it was the first i forget it might have been the first couple first couple games that had started and then I uh, I actually rolled my ankle really badly. I had rolled my ankle numerous times over the span of my career and then I rolled it really badly in one practice. I had to go to the doctor and they had checked it out and I had numerous um, ligaments that were torn and one that was really loose. So there's three ligaments in there. So I had to get surgery. So they went in, they tightened up all those ligaments. So I was in a cast for two weeks on the little stroller and then I uh, had a boot for two weeks and then I had a bunch of rehab so that that lasted probably two to three months of the season so that kind of got my mind off of it at touch we decided to do that just because I was redshirting, right we might not have done it if I wasn't but yeah I mean you just you get antsy you know you I got antsy to get back to practice after that happened so get back to practice and then I can't tell you that that feeling when the next year rolls around you playing your first exhibition game or you play in your first team scrimmage like, it's 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 hard to explain but you're just you're just so antsy and anxious and go against someone else versus your own guys every single day and then you know you get the, the crowd the environment all that so
0: No, that's, uh, I I would guess that if there's any time to get an injury, it would be during that year. Cause like you said, you kind of almost, you're not missing anything. Um, and you, you kind of appreciate then the little things as opposed to being like, man, practice sucks. Cause all I'm doing is practicing, you know? And so, um, well, good. Um, all right, Nicole. So, uh, you, you come in, um, freshman year, actually your whole career, we, we won't go year by year and make you kind of pull stuff from every season, but, uh, in your career at Drake, you guys won a shit ton of basketball games. Um, you talked about Jenny trying to kind of lay things out, obviously had a ton of success. Um, you were a big part of that, um, you know, as a shooter, defender, and passer uh, going, going through your career at Drake. But um, what uh, what game sticks out the most? In, in in your four years, you had a lot of them, you had a lot of big games you guys played in the tournament. Is there is there maybe one that you had individually that you remember and then one as a team accomplishment that maybe, or the way that it went down or the way that it ended or um, the crazy way in which that you had to get to the game, which, what, what are yeah. at least two of the games, maybe one for you and one for the team that you're going to uh, always remember?
2: Um, gosh, there were so many good ones. I would have to say team wise, two pop up. I won't go into details of either. It'll take too long, but the two that pop up one was my sophomore year. Um, we were at home against you and I, if we won, we won conference. That would have been the first time. Finally, we like completely won conference. It was a breast cancer game that we had like the high, like the most people there in the nap that have been for years. It was packed. If you've been to a, the breast cancer game, everyone's in pink. The student section was like crazy it, it was like jam-packed like I'm pretty sure we started the game I think combined us and you and I had like scored six points the first quarter because everyone was like so nervous because there were so many people there um but we ended up in one and um all the students stormed the court even though we were supposed to win but it was just like It was just such a cool, I will never forget that feeling. And it's kind of sad. It's not sad, but it's so we won the conference for like the first time. And then like the years after we just expected to win. And so then when we would like win, it was just like, okay. But like that first time feeling, and same with later that year winning the Missouri Valley Conference Tournament for the first time, like that year was just so special because it was also the first time we'd gone undefeated and like all of these firsts, it's just like an unreal feeling. It's sad that not that the times after that were less exciting, but it just wasn't like the first time. It's,
0: um, it's and then lonely, the other lo- lonely at the top. You know, that's what happens. <laughs> you climb, you get to the top, and then all of a sudden, you're just like, "Oh, th- this is what we're supposed to do." Like this is yeah, but it's
2: more stressful then because it, then you have even more pressure.
0: It is, but... and, and I ho- and I will know. I've been to one of those uh, uh, breast care, or the cancer games with the pink out. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really neat. That is, it's a. Yeah. I mean, obviously partial to the nap anyway i love the environment there but uh, those those games are a lot of fun with the t-shirts and your guys's jerseys Mm -hmm. and stuff too yeah
2: absolutely it just means a little more too which is awesome and then i would say the second team one was when we had my senior year um our thanksgiving tournament was in vancouver and we um really tough tournament notre dame was there they were number one in the country south carolina was there they were number 12 um like everyone there was really, really good. Um, And we ended up in, won our first game against Rutgers and then played South Carolina, beat them. And they were ranked, like I said, ranked top. They were, I think 12th. I'm pretty sure they were 12th, Um, which was just like the highest um, team that like rated team that we had beat. And so like, that was just really, really cool. Um, And then just even getting to play like Notre Dame the next game, um, just like really cool to play that type of competition, and like to now watch like WNBA games and be like, oh, I played them, played them, played them. It's pretty cool. Um, so that game was just super fun. It's so fun to go on those trips, um, just with your team and with families, and like to get to spend that extra time together. So I would say that was my um, other team. Was, was that a
0: Skylar Diggins Notre Dame team? Was she? on? Was no,
2: that was a, a uh, Rike Aguil. however you say your last name I should know it yes Uh, Um, who else was on that team Brianna Turner um, Jackie Young so like those they're all in the league yeah Um, Jess Shepard she's in the league yeah so um, yeah it was crazy but it was really really fun and then I would say individually this one probably just stands out because it was the last game of my career which is sad but when we played in Iowa City against mizzou the outcome was absolutely devastating but um i just felt like i truly put it all out there and like personally to end on like that note um at least gave me a little peace of mind the result does not and how it ended does not i still can't even think about it <laughs> but um i would say probably that one
0: that, that, that's didn't good have choice. too
2: many uh
0: I was I look, looking, at the, looking I at the the career stats. I thought I was like, she's either going to say Valparaiso um, or Missouri. I didn't know which one, but uh, gosh. Valpo was your high. At, you, had, you had 15 against Valpo. That's why I thought maybe that would be one, but, oh, uh, but yeah, that, uh, that game against Missouri um, is a good one too. Like you said, didn't end the way you wanted to, but uh, performed well and kind of like you said, with it being the last one left it all out there. So yeah. Um, but, all right, Graham, same, same question then for you. What, uh, um, what do you, actually, hold on, before I get to you, Graham, I do have one thing for Nicole that I got to ask. Um, you shot 65% from the free throw line your senior year.
2: That's not uh, good.
0: No, what, what <laughs> happened? In, in well, her-
2: you see, some would call that uh, being a head case, which, um, let me tell you, I was really good at that in college. Um
0: <laughs> well here just but to that's give that's pretty
2: much the only answer. Probably lack of focus is what Jenny would say. Um I would probably say I was a head case. Um I don't know. Graham, do you have a better answer? I'd say headcase. I case did six. practice them.
0: Well, here just to give a, the listeners a little bit of perspective on this and why I say that, and and two of two reasons why I say it. One, um, because obviously I've seen you shoot the basketball plenty of times and you have a great looking shot. And so there's no reason you should ever shoot 65%. But if I look at your percentages, freshman year, 74%, sophomore year, 83%, junior year, 79%. I mean, these are all respectable numbers. And then 65% your senior year. I
2: yeah, mean, you mean, I, you, should, you should, if only there was a wide open layup percentage my senior year, that was probably about 12 because I also, <laughs> I could only make hard shots um but yeah like I said kind of a kind of a bit of a head case but what do you do I had fun
0: <laughs> that's no that's that's great I just like I said I uh, I like your shot and so I was surprised of just going through the numbers and being like man how does how does that happen but... yeah
2: you see my if you if only you would have seen me in practice my shot was golden in practice
0: oh one of those, and when huh? I play
2: horse against you that is when it was yes it was very in true games, yeah.
1: She's not an in-game shooter,
0: that's for sure. No. Well, get, in
2: high school I was. <laughs> you
0: get getting her get in her head a little bit, I guess. But um what all right, so do? so Graham, before I go to you, um, you got a little bit of a heads up on the game, so you can be thinking through those, but uh, a little bit uh, a little bit different time, um, a little bit different era oh, oh. for you uh, at Drake, um, and where the program was at um for lack of better terms we'll call it a complete rebuild at that point um is what was going on um uh, a, a a close fan um that I was talking to actually last week called it the dark ages of Drake basketball I'm not gonna That's go fine. that far I'm <laughs> not gonna go I that far it. but um similar so again shooter uh is what you came in um to do role player kind of be out there making plays distributing the basketball um doing your thing um what uh safe to say that uh maybe bradley is your favorite team that you ever played against in the mo valley what do you think
1: i played pretty well against Brad. I you know I, I i struggle to remember a lot of them honestly i know there were i don't know i might have gotten my career high two or three different times um against i i know bradley was one of them maybe abilene christian or something. I, so I, I don't go ahead. Yeah. No, yeah. So if I was just going to yeah, I'll
0: just so this is why. So it's pretty pretty yeah. glaring when I look at this career highs um coming against Bradley uh in points, minutes, field goals made, three-pointers made, three-pointers attempted, free throws made, mm-hmm. free throws attempted and steals. And so it feels like that's why I was like, ah, I wonder if Bradley's yeah. his favorite team to play. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, no It. I would I would have to agree. Now I don't know if I their their arena was not my favorite place to play I'll tell you that now I mean I I might have played well there but their arena a little little iffy out there but
0: we'll we'll get to that save that for rapid fire that's our that's our main question we gotta find out what arena but uh,
1: that's okay yep
0: so real quickly, before we get into, I do want to know, um, you know, so obviously coming in, you, you experienced a coaching change. What was, what was the coaching change like uh, for you coming through and, and, and having to kind of adapt a little bit mid season? Cause it, it was eight mm-hmm. games, right. And in, um, in which that coach that moved on. But uh, so what was that like in, um, kind of in experiencing that with everything else that you have going on as a player? Yeah.
1: I mean, one big thing you know I experienced as a player was four different head coaches throughout my career Um, and I think you know having a coaching change after seven or eight games it's it's weird it's hard to deal with you don't know what's going to happen there's so much unknown Um, and you know you, you try to come together as a team and you try to rally around one another as a team because you know when coach Rudder came in, we love coach Rudder. We really did, you know, and we were excited for him as an interim great. And there's just, you know, there it's, it's different having uh, you know, your former assistant coach become your interim head coach. And there's, there's a lot of different aspects that come with that. And I'd say that the hardest part is trying to change basically we changed our philosophy um how we played and you know doing that and making sure everything meshes and then trying to move forward with that it's hard it was really hard because we did we struggled my sophomore year my redshirt sophomore year um and then didn't have a great you know junior or redshirt junior year as well uh but you know it was We tried to figure it out, but ultimately it wasn't quite there until I got to my senior year when we, you know, when Nico did did uh, become our our new head coach. And I think there's just a lot of um, adjusting that has to happen. And there's a lot. Every every player has their own role, and you have to mesh together some way somehow to be effective against you know any team you're playing. And so it was it was all I loves my team I I would not change it for the world um I would not change my experience for the world that's just that's how it happened and I feel like everything happens for a reason so the main thing here is you know we had to adjust and figure it out on the fly and it wasn't easy um but ultimately I felt like you know being I think it was tied third in the valley my senior year we were able to start to ramp something up there and I, we f- we were finally able to find some find a little success with our team so you know it's like i said once again it's it it was hard but i won't change it for the world
0: yeah, you mentioned, uh, obviously, your senior year kind of, um, you know, similar to uh, with Nicole, maybe not exactly the way that you wanted it to end up, but uh, mm-hmm. definitely had a lot to build on. And ultimately, what has put Drake, I think, on the trajectory that they're on now was that that year that obviously Nico came in and, you know, you and Reed as, as seniors and what you guys were able to do to um, essentially kind of pull out of the hole that you were in. Um, and start things on the right path and so hopefully that's something yeah that you definitely enjoyed and and felt good about and, and and like I said if you want to go ahead and take some credit for the way that those Bulldogs are playing now I'll, I'll give it to you all day but um, so looking back games that you're going to remember like uh, similar questions so both uh, on a team basis maybe the way it came out um, we talked a little bit about Bradley but was there something else uh, for you individually a game that you're going to kind of always remember
1: Unfortunately, there's a lot of forgettable games, um and I think we know. You know. Yeah, thanks, Nick. Appreciate that. <laughs> um, I mean, like you said, you know, I had individual games where I played well. I had individual games where I did not play well. And us as a team, my senior year is what I like to point out, and that's where we had the success. And we finally tried. We started to figure things out. I think. Now that I think about it, one, um, one huge game was a – I'm pretty sure this is – it was at Missouri State my senior year. Now, this is when Reed hit that buzzer beater at yep. you know, then – or the, the huge logo at half court. Um, and – you know, I, I hit a three right before him when I came in, and then he was able to hit that. And I think that was a big momentum changer for us as a group. I just remember the locker room after. You know that those are the best. Those are the best times after a win on the road. Um, you celebrate in the locker room with your team, right? You're going nuts, right? You're you, you're just jacked up. Um, it's a fun bus ride home or flight home, whatever it is. Those are always the best wins, in my opinion. Um, so I think, you know, certain games, certain, I you know, we also, when we beat you and I at home, um, that's always, it's always fun to beat you and I, cause we did, we struggled for a while against them. And so when we beat them at home, that was, that was a pretty packed house. Those are the the main ones I'd say, you know, and then, um, you know, unfortunately we just couldn't quite break through in the tournament, you know, and just be these last second, things or these tight games every single time we're in the tournament. Um, and then we could bounce the first round. But it was, you know, we had, there were plenty of of good times, good experiences, good games, and then also not so great times. But that's what I'd say is is, you know, there were there were a few memorable ones in there. <clears throat>
0: Well, and so looking at the schedule then to your senior year, you ended up, so you played Bradley like three times in a month, Mm -hmm. basically what it was. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's crazy looking at this because obviously you played him last game of the season um, in in which I think that was the game you balled out and hit 22 and then turned around and played him in the first round tournament. Like you said, uh, obviously didn't go the way that you had wanted it to, but um, yeah, that's just, it's crazy on how that works. Um, Like I said, that senior year though, that's something um, that uh, you should be proud of and like you said, uh, for all of us as basketball players, what we remember most is that experience and uh, the time we have with our teammates. But I uh, got to ask you guys, especially because Adam's not with the, with us on the podcast tonight, you and I. So playing you and I, um, Nicole, obviously for you, you're a little bit closer. You kind of understand the rivalry a, a little bit more maybe or appreciated it. But what was it like? What were those games? Um, is there I mean Graham you kind of brought one up well actually both of you talked about them so is that something that you kind of circle on the calendar were those fun both home and away
2: oh for sure I definitely that was like probably our biggest rivalry in conference like for sure them and Missouri State but like you said there's just something about that in-state rivalry um I played AU with like or four of the girls on the team and you just a lot of the girls that go there are from iowa so like you definitely either know of them or know them um and so yeah i mean we would always get so hyped for those games um came on well my freshman year started off bad i think we lost to them three times yeah we lost all three times and then didn't lose to them again um but it was huge and I even think we met them in the conference tournament like two years in a row too so like it's just it was always you would just get so excited for them it was so fun obviously would rather play in the Napa any day um, but going there wasn't too bad either because we would always have so many fans travel there like I remember we would always have a huge section we'd have more blue there than purple and so that's always fun to see too and that's why I mean I'll say it till the day I die that like Drake fans are better than any fans. They travel well. They're great. Um, but yeah, no, definitely one of the games that we would circle per se on the, especially during conference time.
0: Yeah, that's a, it's a fun one. You got to have those. I mean, just Mm -hmm. creates a little bit more buzz, a little bit more excitement. Like you said, it's kind of the, um, you know, everyone in the state kind of rallies around that a little bit, notices what's going right. on. So, so that's right. a fun one. We we always look forward to it as fans on this side of things too. So.
2: Right. Um, and as players, I mean, once you get in the conference, you play them year after year, you kind of, yeah, I mean, you know what they're going to do to an extent, you know, how they play. So it's always kind of fun that way too, because they, they also know you. So it's like, who can beat who y'all all know what we're all going to do. Um, but, yeah, it's a lot of fun.
0: Um, G- Graham, you were still – so you still got to uh, experience the Big Four, right? I'm trying to mm-hmm. think. I can't remember when that – so so the Big Four for you, obviously not being from the state, I, I know it kind of takes a little bit of the shine mm-hmm. off for you, but um, what was your experience, I guess, with the Big Four, uh, and, and how did you kind of enjoy you know, playing at Wells Fargo um, mm-hmm. and then obviously you know, rotating between getting to Iowa or Iowa State?
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it was a fun opportunity to be able to play – You know, either the you know Iowa State or Iowa. Um, You know, it's always Wells Fargo when it's packed like that. It's always fun playing against huge crowds, right? Or playing uh, in front of huge crowds. And I think you know, having being able to play, you know, those that type of competition. You know, you know a lot of NBA players on those teams. um, And it's just it's just fun being able to play some of the best. And so, you know, we unfortunately didn't perform great at the big four, but like I said, being able to go up against the likes of, you know, Monte Morris, George Niang, um, you know, I, there, there's way too many I can, uh, you know, to point out. But, you know, it's it's just, it's always fun playing against the best and playing in front of a, a packed house is what I'd say.
0: Yeah, you uh, definitely can't beat that. It kind of gets you going. Um, it's something that uh, you'll, you'll love and remember, that's for sure. So, all right, guys, um, it's the time of the program. I want to get in. We want to learn a little bit more about you guys as a couple. I got a few questions for you uh, going through. Some of them answered by each other, uh, some of them together uh, as your relationship goes along, because this is kind of why we wanted to have you both on and, and the excitement that comes from you. Um, two players that uh, obviously are now happily engaged so first question um I'll let you guys unless I tell you who you guys can kind of decide who wants to answer it but uh so how'd you meet Nick go ahead I can go
2: um so obviously coming to Drake summer uh pretty much I mean some Drake teams are there but pretty much it's just like men's and women's basketball are there doing workouts camps obviously there's shivers so you're seeing everybody um and honestly like the men's and women's basketball team that's a great thing about Drake is it is a small school and like we were really good friends and so um our teams were super super close especially after we started dating then our teams are even closer um and just like always hanging out so I would say I mean we just met I feel like there isn't, like, one specific time where we, like, met, and it was, like, oh, my gosh, this is it. was is love it. at
1: first sight, um, wasn't it? Oh,
2: yeah, for <laughs> sure.
1: Mm-hmm. I was
2: too anxious and worried about what I was even going to eat for my next meal my first summer, to even think, but, um, no, I mean, we were just, like, friends first, just our teams are friends, we'd all hang out, um, and then Obviously, the rest is history. Right. But, well, you know, there was, I wish, you know, we should probably just make up a story. I wish I had a better story, but I just, I really don't.
0: Well, um, it actually leads in well to my next question is so then what was your actual first official date? Remember? Gateway, Graham, right? do
2: you remember? Because I know I do.
0: I think it was Gateway Market, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Yeah. You probably remember it better than I do, but
2: yeah it was my birthday
1: oh wow that's my birthday that's a big move there I know I did a great job didn't I
2: we (laughs) had the like athlete we had like the athlete banquet in the morning and then he took me to a birthday lunch at gateway because that was my like favorite restaurant so we went there for lunch that was our I would say first official date
0: yeah
2: going somewhere anyways
0: I like it no that's good that's uh that's that's bold on you because uh, if you did it wrong on the birthday, first date, man, yeah. you put a lot All of pressure right. on yourself. I know. I know. Question. No question. Well, so then let's go. Let's have a little bit more fun. Then what was your worst date? Ooh.
1: Ooh.
0: Ooh. Something, something go wrong. Maybe not anyone's fault, but maybe you have Gosh. something bad happen. Heart breakdown. Did
1: we have a bad rain
0: day. in. Did you spill something sometimes? <laughs>
1: Something i do do
2: happen. that a lot gosh i don't know if
1: that's a good feel like question if we
2: did it would be like in my mind i wouldn't have forgot it or we wouldn't have, it could have been so bad we wouldn't be engaged
0: i'm there, just kidding oh, there you go so maybe you know, oh, there... I
2: don't... go ahead no you what i
1: was i'm trying to think i don't know if there were times where you got very uncomfortable and then you just stopped talking and made
0: everything awkward <laughs> well that's never that's that's just normal though. Even, even. I was that I was hoping no, for some I don't some know. big fall but she didn't have that. she had a
2: good story.
0: All, All right, on. so let, I can't let's think of one. Let me get a little bit more specific then. Graham, what would um what would Nicole's ideal date be? If you could uh, no restrictions oh, on isn't... on time or money or anything, what would the ideal date be to take Nicole on? Well,
1: she I would say she loves, she likes kind of, she's a homebody is what I'd say, Um, but she loves outside. Yeah, this is what I'd say. Um, If we could have frozen pizza with, um, let's say, so potato chips ruffles with Dean's French onion dip, and that's all we had, And I, you know, if I made her two or three different pizzas and gave her chips and French onion dip, and we did it maybe on my rooftop at, you know, 7 p.m. when it's 75, breezy and sunny, that she would like that. She wouldn't you Nick. You'd like that.
2: Are you kidding me? You just got unlimited (laughs) money, unlimited time, and you just told him what we did. Two nights ago.
1: Exactly. And you I was thinking you
2: were that. gonna like take me on an airplane to like Europe and we were gonna go somewhere for the night.
1: That's not personable. I could yeah, you'd like to go to France and stay in an apartment for one night. But yeah, of course. Anyone would want to do that. I get that's,
0: that. That's great. It's not it's yeah. simple. I do I like, like frozen pizza. Hey, nothing wrong with that. All
1: right.
0: <laughs> All right, Nicole. So what's uh what's Graham's worst habit?
1: Oh,
2: i can only name one just (laughs) kidding i'll name a couple one he just like leaves things everywhere like not bad like i want to say he's messy but like he just like he watches me put all the dishes in the dishwasher knows that it's dirty and then he'll just like five minutes later be eating a bowl of cereal and then just set the bowl in in the or leave it on the counter or set it in the sink or he just leaves clothes kind of just like laying randomly so that would be probably one two he like chews he like just always like bites and picks and chews on his like fingers and hands and sometimes I just can't and um hmm
0: i only asked third? for one so i think yeah yeah, sorry, I mean, okay, I'll you, you, yeah no third that's good said, i thought you
2: said top three.
0: Oh no that's great though i i, I can relate though and I, unfortunately especially probably <laughs> the leaving the stuff laying around a little bit i think my wife would be yeah. right there with you on that Ooh, so.
2: also quick when i'm like trying to be in a hurry and i'm like okay we gotta hurry then i swear he goes 10 times slower on purpose that might be number
0: one. That's good. I and like he that. knows he does Take it. Our time. <laughs> I like that. All right, uh, Graham, what's uh, what's Nicole's biggest fear? Snakes. A hundred
1: percent. If you put any type of snake in front of her, she would scream. There was one time we were actually down. I wasn't with her, but we were down in... Um, on Sanibel Island. My parents have a condo on Sanibel Island and we were down there just us two for a few weeks over COVID and forget where I was. I wasn't um, at the condo. I was driving somewhere and she was laying out by the pool and I think she was doing homework or something. I can't remember. And there was this little itty bitty garden snake.
2: It was little. No, no,
1: no, 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 no this little itty bitty garden snake that was just slithering along and it came and she saw it, I don't know what, 20, 30 feet away from you? No, like three. It was coming for me. No, you said you saw it 20, 30 and then it kept coming closer and closer. And so then and then after that she picks up all her stuff that she has. She runs to the condo. I'm not going to be there for about a half an hour. And she just sits next to the condo door, kind of, like almost sucking her thumb in fear. And she, she was scared because there was an enclosed. Um, there was like an enclosed uh, door. What am I looking for? Um, it, anyway, door, it's in, screen door type thing. Yeah, yeah, screen door, enclosed screen door. And there's no way a snake can get in there. There's nothing that can get in there. She calls me. She's like, I'm so afraid the snake's gonna get in. It's going well, to Well, he had the storm. keys
2: and the condo we're was locked. So, so, so I just had to sit and wait.
0: It's
1: in fear. 100%.
0: That's okay. Yeah. No, that's good. All right. So we, you kind of hinted at it a little bit earlier, but uh, right now, so mm-hmm. current right now, we're not talking in season. No warm up, you know, maybe, maybe a few layups. Uh, who's going to make more out of 10 free throws right now? Free throws? Yeah.
2: I would still say me, even though you totally missed <laughs> me on my horrific free throw percentage.
1: You, I, you can beat right me in now. horse. You can beat me in horse, but I don't think you can beat me on free throws. I was a better free throw shooter than you.
2: Yeah, but right now, I saw you shoot last week during pickup. Right now, I would make more free throws.
1: Well, I hadn't shot in six months. You said right now.
0: I did say right now. I I, I, right now. I, d- the I do thing. watch you okay. guys to okay. go out right now. Fine. I mean, all I, right. maybe, I, maybe this weekend. <laughs> find it. Okay. Settle, maybe we'll take it. a
1: video and send it in. There you go. You can see.
0: We'll we'll put it out. Um, there we go. All right. So walk back on campus. Um, both you guys together. Who gets recognized first? Me. Me?
2: No way. No, from no, no, fans? No, no, no. From fans or students?
1: Just, I'm sorry. I don't like men's basketball gets. More Wait, I okay. Or no, be we're, specific right fan now?
2: fans or like students.
1: Students are um, gonna know who you what do you mean? <laughs> either one. I'm, I was way, way more social than either. you, Graham. So I was
2: much more
1: social so than Graham. So Brian, what's the question?
0: Well, I, just, I won't I mean, know walking on campus. I mean, maybe there's some fans I, I, there. There's going to be some students. There's gonna. You if know. you go to
2: a men's game, more people will recognize Graham. If you go to a women's game, more people what, will recognize me. What if, if you're you, walking into the I local think. store, probably Graham. If I'm walking around, Drake do you know, students, yes. probably. Do you,
1: do you, I don't mean to be rude here, but do you know how many times we were in the grocery store and someone would come up to me and say, Graham, hey, how, how you doing? You know, Drake basketball, whatever. And my sweet girlfriend would be right next to me and they wouldn't say a word to her. And I felt Yeah, bad. but you
2: know how many times I would be walking with Becca Hittner and they would notice Hittner, not me. It's not you. It's just I wasn't that good. <laughs> oh, so I'm not worth remembering. Oh, it's think, not men's think, versus women's basketball.
1: I think it's easier to recognize with the beard too. That that's a that's a giveaway.
0: that's that's awesome no that was good that was the response i was looking for so i appreciate it guys um all right graham what's uh what's nicole's favorite movie
1: she doesn't like movies okay so she only likes two genres of movies she will she thinks everything's scary other than disney movies okay and rom-coms everything else is scary to her everything comedies are scary to her so he asked um, you a question. Favorite. M- I know. I just wanted to get, preface that. Um, your favorite movie. Oh, she likes um Oh, what's it called? Princess Diaries? Um the one with the one with Lizzie Lizzie McGuire, is that right? Is that what
2: it is? That's not my favorite you know, movie. Yeah,
1: you know what I'm talking about. She likes she loves Disney movies. I maybe inside out. She loves inside out that's one of her favorites um that is a good movie but the older she liked uh i can't remember what the nick you know what i'm talking about what's that one called tell me i don't know what you're talking about but i with don't with the like three it. with the three the princess it's the princess and then the three cinderella yeah, story yeah that one yeah, yeah you like cinderella mm-hmm. story? Yeah. yeah those
0: are the two i'd say nicole what would you say is your favorite movie i don't know if i got um... out of it
2: yeah you didn't that was pretty pathetic you could have just said I Cinderella I don't
1: story him. okay go ahead I
2: don't know I don't really have favorites I don't yeah. like I don't have one specific favorite I will say I just don't
0: well that kind of bails him out then I mean I'm he wasn't wrong I
2: just don't I don't have like a favorite song I don't really have like I don't know I just I don't depends right. on the time
0: so. okay well we'll see we'll see that because i got to get into some favorites here yet too so hopefully maybe you love and basketball them. Ooh, there we go that's
1: oh we oh We've, huh? you've never okay keep going i've, I've watched it like eight times this li- zero times with me you we guys, guys are living it six
0: years. you guys are living it right love yeah. basketball oh yeah
1: uh,
0: all right nicole what's what <laughs> is graham what was graham's first car
2: <laughs> his first car was um uh was it the volkswagen no it was that red car yes i don't know the specific yeah, name your sister you, drove it and then you, you got know to drive it.
1: you know all you know cars now since i taught you cars you don't remember a jetta yes nice
0: job all right red how yellow. about that so there you go point for point for nicole nice job um first either one of you guys can answer this first trip you guys took away um from basketball you remember what was the first trip you guys took that us too yeah it was to
2: um, stay fair Is
1: that right? that's not a trip what's it that's away from basketball
2: probably florida
1: <laughs> okay there you go
2: when we went we went after i graduated we went to Wait. like actually when like flying it? in an airplane type trip. We went down to Florida, we went to Tampa, and then we drove down to Sanibel
1: and stayed. That was that our first one? That was our first one.
2: Outside of like, I mean, we've driven places, but I would say like
1: long trip flying.
0: There you go. <laughs> um, <laughs> what, um, this is for both of you. What? Uh, what's the other person's favorite season?
2: Mm. Graham, you go first. What's my favorite season?
1: It's summer. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. You can say I'm
0: right. It's fine.
2: Yeah,
1: sure.
0: What's Graham's okay. then? What's
2: Graham's favorite I'm season nice. is fall.
0: Good job. Hey, all right. Well, you guys are on the right path then. Um, all right. Uh this is for both of you. What what does the other person talk about the most?
2: Graham CrossFit
1: easy that is not true
0: I, I'm glad I'm you brought not... it up I was gonna get to that I did hear um the other day that uh, CrossFit's kind of been, become a big thing for you Graham so I'm glad she you I'm sure glad she brought that up but yeah sure CrossFit have.
2: for sure sometimes um... maybe I'm a close second but never oh, okay. never me ahead of CrossFit <laughs> oh, okay. I'm kidding but no he does love
1: CrossFit
0: all right Graham what is what does Nicole always talk about
1: Mm. I mean, there are a few
0: things that are
1: very consistent. Um uh, how much It's she supposed hates... to be rapid fire. No, it's not. This is not rapid fire. How much she hates school. She says that all the time. How, okay. how tired she okay, I don't what?
2: hate school. It's just I I am glad that I'm in PA school, but she sometimes every... okay. it's so
1: what I'd say so. is what I'd say is it's more of a type of speech. Everything she says is extremely dramatic, everything that comes out of her mouth and that, I mean, and I have to take everything with a grain of salt and then I have to, you know, process and say, okay, what is that exactly does she mean here? (laughs) And that's what I, I, you know, that's, that's how I I have to decipher that, but it's very, everything she says is very dramatic.
0: And uh, I I will tell you though, um... Uh, obviously that's not going to change being the spouse you, you, you hear it all you're going to keep hearing it and you're going to hear it. the worst and yep yes dear okay hon
2: just yeah. like to make things exciting
0: <laughs> yep
1: absolutely. oh sure oh sure <laughs>
0: uh, all right so um if the other person okay had five dollars they could spend on or sorry five hundred dollars they could spend on anything five hundred dollars they could spend on anything what are what are they going to buy and don't tell me frozen pizzas Graham I will buy a know, new driver.
2: Already mm-hmm.
0: went. No, you. What's Graham gonna buy? Not you.
2: Yeah, I, that's what I said. Oh, Graham will buy him? a new driver okay. or Good. some sort of golf club. Okay. Oh All yeah, because golf is golf is definitely second. I'm a third in terms of your last question. Oh. CrossFit golf than me. Okay. So, okay. yeah, some sort of new golf club. But he just broke his driver, so probably a new driver.
1: There you go. I didn't. Okay. All right. Um. Is that true? You, I didn't snap my driver, the head of it, bro. Okay, it came, doesn't matter. Um, but would would you, you buy a
0: driver, though, if you had 500 odds,
1: bucks? Odds are, I, well, right now I don't need a driver because I got a warranty on that so I but one. A um, but a club.
0: But so... a club, I am I'm there with you on that, Graham. I would spend yeah. that on golf stuff for sure. Yeah. I spend a lot on
1: golf, yeah. <laughs> I've done that, I've done that. Um, Nick, so, I mean, anything that has to do with clothes. She loves bathing suits. She'll buy Lulu easily, any Lulu, lemon clothing, um, and she'll buy shoes. So, I mean, she buys about three things. She'll buy clothes, swimsuits, and shoes. That's all okay. right. Um, yeah. That's what, I mean, that's, that's, that's what she likes. That's perfect.
0: <laughs> um, maybe, you, maybe you answered this, maybe you didn't. Um, so, if the other person could only eat one food for the rest of their life, what would it be? Mm-hmm. go. Sure. She eat chips and dip <laughs> no or
1: frozen pizza one of the two yeah, yeah pizza
2: not chips and dip no chance i
0: i feel like that pizza is a, a, pr- a pretty easy out on that because it comes in so many yeah, different forms like you can get yeah. you breakfast know, can pizza, thin yep.
2: pizza thin crust pizza thick crust pizza stuffed yeah. Crust pizza.
0: You can get barbecue chicken pizza. Yeah. You can get taco. Pizza. Dessert pizza. That's yeah, see, that's... no, it's true. I, I you agree. can probably I agree. eat
2: healthy pizza.
0: The I don't veggie know. pizza. There's that. all flour yeah. yeah. uh-huh. pizza. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. shoot, my go
2: on an all pizza diet.
0: There you go. But what, what's your pick for Graham? What's the one thing he would pick?
2: Only one single thing. Ooh, that's oh, tough. Gosh. This man eats anything and everything. Um. <sighs> Probably some sort of protein so we can say strong. Uh uh-huh. um like ooh, what? I know. Extra toasty
1: cheez it's that okay. I mean I I couldn't survive on that though. <laughs> you could survive on pizza. What can I survive on?
2: Um, a steak.
0: Okay. okay. He's like, all right, yeah, I'll take a give me a steak every day. I'll do, yeah. I'll I'll eat Uh, a steak. All right, who? So who's more decisive? Ah, that's her.
1: What? You. You
2: think I'm more decisive?
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah,
2: yeah, probably.
1: (laughs) Uh, Do you think I I am?
2: Yeah. No. No.
1: Yeah, for sure. Sorry, I had to think about that for a second wow that was that was not rapid fire Graham has
2: to weigh all the options and I'm like
1: notice how you know when I when I went through exactly when I went through my recruiting process took me forever you 20 minutes
2: when he's answering your questions right now taking him forever you just gotta process I process and process
0: (laughs) (laughs) What I do nothing wrong with that all right Nicole finish (laughs) this sentence for me um we are the complete opposite when it comes to um ooh, we are the
2: complete uh, when it comes to being focused
0: i, I could i when could see we need that to
2: just,
0: be. just from this interview but, but oh. i could tell you who's more focused going through this who's more focused you <laughs>
2: good answer Graham when I say like hey we're gonna study I really need to study we're gonna study for four hours he's like great okay i want to get stuff done and then I just can't focus for one in five
1: minutes it's just impossible I but. go she goes in a different room I'm studying in my room every 15 minutes I swear Graham 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 like, let me have my let me do my thing <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, I could see that. I mean, obviously, just going through this interview, I, I don't think she's had still yet on any of this.
2: Sorry, I, sorry. <laughs>
0: no, it's all good. That's, that's great. Um, all right, Graham, what was Nicole's first job?
1: <laughs>
0: a camp counselor?
2: That doesn't count. My first <laughs> real job.
1: A patient care tech? Is that. Yeah, okay, that doesn't yeah. even
2: count as a real job.
1: A patient care tech at the ER in um, Cedar Rapids when COVID was was starting. So yeah, she had a tough job. Emergency hour. Yeah, twelve hour shifts three times a week.
0: Yikes. That was really a tough
1: job. Yeah.
2: Well yeah, because I never because mm-hmm. I just played all the sports in high school, oh, so I, I didn't have time for a job. Her, her parents didn't college, make her didn't make her kinda, work. In college, money, I didn't have day. time for a job until then mean, get even, into PA school
0: high school i well, mean, you didn't see, work at you don't work at dairy queen or something in high school we now. didn't
2: have a dairy queen in walker <laughs> no. <laughs> no i did not yeah but i had to work i had to get like patient care hours to get into pa school so after i graduated i started working in the emergency department for a year before pa school started first okay. and only job there you go my next job will, i'll be a pa
0: there you go there you go and then you'll be working the rest of your life so it's good that uh it's good right. that, uh, you, you took your time getting there. I, uh, I can definitely exactly. appreciate that. So, well, perfect guys. I'll tell you what, it, uh, it, it sounds like you're on the right path. Um, uh, you guys seem to know and understand each other. And so, I'll I'll be excited to, um, hear how obviously the rest of the engagement and ultimately the wedding goes, but, uh, Hey, you guys are on, on the right path and so with that we always like to end here shooter's touch with rapid fire we talked a little bit about it earlier and so going through maybe a little more rapid right nicole yeah, on these um yeah and, yeah. and uh, yeah. some dealing with basketball some not uh, if you listen to the pod before you kind of know what's coming but let's start we'll go both i'll ask the question and then um let's just go uh in order we'll go with nicole and then graham you can uh um, wrap us up but uh favorite visiting Gym or arena that you had the opportunity to play in. Uh, we all love the NAP. We know that that's the best. But uh go on the road. Where was a where was an arena that was either cool or you just liked the the feel or the environment?
2: Missouri State. uh
0: And in
1: Pence or at Penn State, it'd either be Indiana or Michigan State.
0: <clears throat> no, those are those are good ones. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> it's hard to, to Bloomington or Lansing to go against that, mm-hmm. but. Uh, mm-hmm. We ask this question a lot, but I hopefully it actually fits you two even better than most. But what's the best pizza in Des Moines?
1: Uh
2: Papa Kinos.
0: Is that a
1: thing anymore?
2: I think they closed. Must
1: they not didn't. have been that great.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't I mean fongs. That's a that's a good answer. I know that if with it on campus now it maybe feels a little bit like an easy out, but that's a good answer, man. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It's
1: the garlic or the garlic honey. Actually, yeah,
0: honey garlic. Yeah, it's really good. They're uh, actually so um my my little guy got baptized a few weeks ago and we went just went straight Fong's pizza, got a bunch of them and had a lot of people from out of town. We had the crab ragoons going. Um mm-hmm. and they, yeah. people are like, "This crab ragoon pizza is the best pizza I've ever had." Yeah. So, yeah. Uh,
1: Unreal.
0: Can't go, can't go wrong with that. But mm-hmm. um, all right, another uh, shooter's touch uh, favorite. What's your favorite basketball shoe
2: that I've worn?
0: Yeah.
2: Um, I don't really know the name of it. Oh my god! <laughs> but I wore the Adidas James Harden ones, right, Graham?
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. Those
2: are comfy. They didn't give me shin splints, so.
1: I guess those. Is this, <laughs> this any time throughout your career? Is that yeah. the question? Yeah. You don't.
0: Oh. You don't have to. You don't have to stick with those Adidas that you had to wear at Drake's. My
1: favorite, although I did like the Adidas. I got, i like Dame Lillard's shoe. Um, Jordan Nineteens. Ooh. There's like like the silver front oh. on them. I don't know if you know your Jordans, but yeah. yeah, I I I wore. I wore quite a few Jordans when I was younger. Um. But
0: I like this 19s a lot. They're cool. So, <laughs> so cool. quick little backstory. So I actually, yes, very much a sneakerhead. So I have, mm-hmm. um, actually one through 23 of the Jordans, um, in in multiple colorways, but the 18s and the 19s so the 19s are are ones that uh for whatever reason i never did end up getting but i know exactly what you're talking about that means he
2: thinks they're ugly
0: (laughs) no it was was,
1: different looking shoe but
0: yeah it was which ones
2: do you have graham has a like collect some i have
0: one through
1: 13.
0: okay see that's where the money's at because i i so i have a tough time because i don't the wizard era ones i I have a tough time with because I, I try to ignore those years a little bit yeah. Yeah. um and then I also try to stick to colorways in which that he wore and so um sure. that's the other side of it but uh yeah it's, it's a bad bad addicting habit that's for sure I, lo- I love me some shoes as well. so, <laughs> but got it got to always ask that question on the pod um all yeah. right so Favorite sports movie? We talked a little bit about movies. Nicole, I know this might be a little bit tougher because you're not a huge movie person, but sports-specific movie. What's your favorite sports movie?
2: Love and Basketball or Remember the Titans.
0: Ooh, okay. Love and Basketball hasn't made the pod yet, so I like that. Remember the Titans comes up often. Mm -hmm. That's a good one. it's a good one. I would say
1: Remember the Titans or Miracle.
0: Yeah. Uh, See, there's that little bit of that hockey bias coming in Minnesota.
1: I mean, bad movie just... Oh, that that's, is that hits
0: all all the emotions, and everything. I love that's it. A, that's a good one. All right, best place to eat in your hometown, Walker. What do we got?
2: Well, <laughs> we have one restaurant, so you and a gas station. So you either got Casey's or Coolas Bar and Grill. So I'm gonna have to go with Coolas. It's that's actually not, very good.
1: That's nice
0: i like that that's what i want easy local, choice yeah i want these local spots so if i'm ever heading up Ooh, to it's good north lynn area i'm gonna head into heading into walker so all right um graham what about you what do you guys got Ooh. up there probably a few more choices
1: yeah there's only a few <laughs> um oh one that i really like here's a few that i like um it's called punch pizza i don't know if you've heard of it it's like a um they have a the stone fire, uh, you know, pizza, whatever you call it. But, um, but yeah, it cooks at 800 degrees. And it's like this very, uh, Italian, uh, classical Italian pizza. It's, it's very different than, you know, what you would expect, but it's really good. really good.
0: So, uh, Dinah is also home to the original pancake house, right? And that's not like, it's like the original Pancake House. Like, it's the original one. Right? It's good. That's oh, one I didn't man. even think about. I didn't even think I'm about that one.
1: Sh- I thought you were going to say we that one, Graham. For I forgot. They, uh, yeah, me and my parents, we would go, and my sister, we would go, I think it was, it might have been every Sunday, maybe after church when I was younger, and we did it for, I don't know, a few years, and oof, it's, that's good food. 49ers are what you gotta eat. 49ers are slim
0: flapjacks oh they're unbelievable so kind of crazy enough i was actually coming back from a wedding up in saint cloud and uh, mm. i think we stayed down that way for for whatever reason anyway we my wife and i we we googled where to get breakfast on our way out of town and that's where we ended up and <laughs> um yeah it was that was a home run and so well done
1: well done
0: yeah i'll uh, i'll go back there any day but um all right uh couple more What was the best thing about being a Drake Bulldog?
2: This is supposed to be short. (laughs) 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 Grammy, you you can go first.
0: The
1: people, people I met, the experiences I had, my fiance down here that I met. Um, But yeah, now the the community, the people, uh, you know, relationships I'll have for the rest of my life.
2: Yeah, I would, I would echo Graham. I mean, I think Drake is like a super special place. um, And it's because of my experience that I had. And I think going back to just like what Jenny had, like that vision that she had um, when I was sitting in her office in high school and it like seeing how it all played out, it, it was like more than I could have ever dreamed of. I mean, I met my best friends. I met my soon to be husband, um, I still keep in touch with everyone. And just like every time I think back to Drake, I just have like the biggest smile on my face because it was such a great experience. Um, obviously, we won a lot of basketball games. And that was great. We did a lot of things that have never been done. But like even more so. Um, it was just such a great, invaluable experience. I learned a lot prepared me um, for my life to come as a PA. Um, in just a lot of different ways. So yeah, just a lot of great lessons that I learned, a lot of great people. And like Graham said, we got to go a lot of cool places as well.
1: That's uh, That was
0: rapid fire. So that
2: was quick. That was really quick. I could talk for 45 (laughs)
1: minutes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That that means you made the right decision. And that's great. So all right. So two, two, uh, here's to get you out on one, what are you looking most forward to with your wedding?
2: I would say just like, obviously getting married and marriage will be so fun in and of itself. Um, But just like, it's like one day that all the people that you love so much get to be like in the same room and celebrate you. So I'm just like really looking forward to having family and friends from everywhere, just like come back together. I mean, our engagement, like he said, was like a little taste of that, like our really close friends were there. Um, So I would just say just being, to be able to like reconnect with everyone especially um in 2023 it'll be kind of a while away so I would say
1: that I was gonna say the exact same thing is having you know I said it before it great the relationships but yeah the people people you love the people you know the best you're able to you know just be with them um and celebrate one of the most special times in your life um you know with the love of your life and then wherever it may be. It doesn't really matter as long as you have people you love
0: around you. One piece of advice that I'll give for you guys that you'll probably hear a hundred times between now and that day is just enjoy it. Um, It doesn't matter if things go right, wrong, different, whatever it is. Um, As you mentioned, Nicole, they're there for you. And if you can soak in and enjoy as much of it as possible, because it goes in the blink of an eye and um, it's definitely a lot of fun. So like I said a couple times, we'll, we'll be anxious to hear how everything shakes out with you guys on that, and, and obviously wishing you the best of luck. But before I get you out of here, um, appreciate your time. But I got to know what does it mean to have the shooters touch? Oof, Nick, you're
1: first.
2: Well, <laughs> you're asking the wrong person in practice.
1: Well, I I is, do have to speak something. It's, it, may be, it may be the best podcast name I've ever heard.
0: Oh, okay. we appreciate that.
1: Yeah. Um, the Shooter's Touch. Well, <laughs> I have it, right, Nick? I mean, I just have it. No, what I'd say is you have – when you shoot the basketball, you, you should shoot it and not try to aim it. And what I think about is when you just shoot it, usually it just comes off your hand and it rolls right off your hand. And depending on what happens when it gets to the rim, doesn't matter if it goes in great. If it doesn't, having the shooter's touch is, uh, <laughs> that's what I would say is, is you know, I'm, I'm not sure what I'm saying right now, but that's what I'd say is a is, is, uh, nice smooth touch and nice.
0: Uh, that's all I got. Hello. Go ahead, Nick. What do you got? What do you got for me to call? <laughs> oh I, my you, gosh! You're, you're... I
2: don't know how to follow that. That was incredible. <laughs>
0: was um, good.
2: <laughs> well, you either got it or you don't. And wait, what was even the question? What's it? What does it mean to have a to shooter's, shooters touch? touch?
0: Yeah.
2: Well, let me oh. tell you. In rec league that I've been playing, pickup, it feels pretty dang good to have the shooter's touch. But no other than what's that, it, I don't it mean know, though? What's it mean? I don't know. It means uh, that I'm a little baller, it, baller it, you know, for life, and it also the means question. that I am gonna beat Graham and Horse and all of my children and Horse for the rest of my life. Because once you got it, you don't lose it.
1: it right. She just ev- evaded the whole question. Fine. <laughs>
0: fine. Hey, fine. that's all right. I mean, Shooter, Touch. You guys both touched on it. I mean, it's it's putting that time in the gym and getting lucky. You know, right? You work hard, and the luckier you get, and. Um, that's what that's what we like to think of having the shooters touch, but we also here at the shooters touch, we like bringing good people together to talk basketball. And uh, you guys did that with me tonight, and so uh, I appreciate it. I appreciate your time. It was fun to get your story on tape and and hear a little bit more and learn a little bit more about you guys. And so, thank you. Um, Best of luck with school and everything moving forward. Um, we'll be definitely following your journey and uh, keeping up a little bit as we can a, as we go through. And uh, again, thank you guys. I appreciate it. Thanks for jumping on the Shooter's Touch with us.
2: Different like in I got Shooter's Touch.
1: Yeah. Can't nobody ball like me. No, 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 Blue face, honey, so honey, so honey. That's really all I see.